There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yayo, yayo, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Yonko Table. I am your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And this week, we are pondering another question of what if for episode three. Specifically, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes. Before we dive into this week's episode, I have always with me my fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, I think you have differing thoughts on this episode than I do. Well, uh, Dr. Jace, I just, episode two left such a, again, we talked about this, it really set the bar, okay? And it set the standard for what I believe this show should be, you know, trying to reach and excel towards and i mean this episode had some cool ideas but overall i think the execution was relatively kind of whack and we'll get into where i think they could have done better but yeah man i just uh left this episode definitely feeling yeah episode two stands at a high it still stands okay right okay right right so that's how I feel. That's how I feel. All right. I, I all right. Let's let's see if the discussion can maybe change your your thought to being correct. That <laughs> this episode was amazing. No, I'm kidding. You could you could stand. You could stand. You could stand by your opinion. Your wrong opinion. I'm kidding. No, I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> and with us as well as returning supernova Rick. Rick, how'd you how'd you like this episode? Or how'd you dislike this episode? <sighs> Uh, there were definitely aspects I enjoyed, aspects that I thought could been done better, and then just the we'll get into talking about it, just the the twist and just how it went through. I definitely had some feelings about that one. Um, two is still okay. a high standard after seeing the last episode, so I'm not saying this episode was total garbage, but we will get into it. We will. Get into All right. It. All right. Hey, let's let's just dive deep. Let's get into it right now. So. I think I think we're all on the same page uh, in regards to episode two from last week and how we're looking at future episodes of what if, you know, uh, Grandmaster who mentioned it earlier for him. And I can I can speak for myself on that, at least that episode two of what if is the standard I'm judging future episodes by. Right. Um, for me, episode two was 10 out of 10. I even after watching this episode, I still stand by that. 10 out of 10 uh, in the context of what if. That's how I rank episode two. Episode one, I, I, I knocked it down, I think at least like half a point or at least a whole point down to like a seven or 7.5. And I, I stand by that first, like still, still. Um, so are we all on the on the same page? Uh, episode two was, you know, our, our standard or? Episodes two is still the benchmark. It's it's the, okay. it's up there. It's the higher echelon. Obviously there only be three, three episodes, but. Now that they've kind of had three, two is still the standard. You got to, you got to be two. Two is amazing. Yeah, and I with that, I think the gap between these episodes and episode two, it's so big. When you say like, the gap, you mean like the like, like as far as 
or how you yeah, like yeah, it? like quality as far as you know the execution uh just the actual what if scenario and how it plays out episode two just nailed it um in every part of the way and i just feel episode one as we said was a rehash this one is more of an original take however there's a big reason why i don't think it works and if we're ready we can get into it but yeah no nah, episode two the gap between episode two and the rest it's still quite large sorry about it okay okay no i mean for like for sure i i think i think episode two went and it's like it obviously had um a rehash of like the guardians of the galaxy um intro right but once we got past those first like what two three minutes it was original territory like this was a story that you cannot copy and paste onto any um you know marvel film from the past with this one i felt like they i felt like they mixed up um what they did with uh captain carter and episode two where captain carter was more like a rehash just a straight up rehash of the first captain america movie episode two was just an original take entirely on just you know what if all these characters decided to do this this week i felt like they took elements where let's rehash all of these uh phase one mcu movies but they're all interconnected by a different plot thread Right. So instead of, you know, Nick Fury going around to recruit uh, Earth's mightiest heroes to form the Avengers, they're trying to solve a murder mystery. And I think that was the unique spin that I I, I liked it. I don't know. I, I like that aspect of it. And we'll get into the nitty gritty in, in a, a minute or so. But um, uh, I, I do like that they just didn't go back to what they did with Captain Carter because I if I like right now, if I were to compare the episodes, I would have episode two on the top, episode three, then episode one. That's that's how I would rank it, just because Captain Carter was just more familiar of what we've already seen. This one, in my opinion, at least, was yeah, we've seen this already, but it's like a different genre almost. But I guess yeah. the execution could have been a little bit better. Yeah, I would say, um, yeah, the murder mystery is a cool take for sure. We haven't had a Marvel whodunit type of movie or in a show. So definitely a cool take for sure. And this one, you know, episode one was a rehash. This one took key scenes from, like you said, all the phase one movies. And yeah, they strung them together. And what I thought was really cool is how they did that. They did that, I think, very well, actually. Just... I think it I think for me it was the reveal at the end that I was not it satisfied. Soured. With. It soured the the batch. It just uh can, yeah, it, can we I, get into it? I get that because like especially like you said, new aspect of murder mystery, not rehashing the story, but the way that they executed certain things and then just even some of the smaller aspects, because when we are leveling these three episodes, like you said, episode two was up there. Episode three can be there because they had that new aspect and it's bringing in the trying to bring the story together. But even even the comedy, like the small aspects, even the comedy in episode two was better. Like in episode three, I felt oh, like yeah. some of them were yeah. just corny. I found myself sitting there. Like I, I laughed at some of like the, the people's reactions better than some of the jokes that were in there. Like when um, uh, Black Widow was in the truck and she like she gave the guy the handcuffs and he just like freaked out. I laughed harder <laughs> than some of the jokes. Like it was, it was, that was it, good. It was I liked it. it. 
like, cause like, yeah, I, I liked his reaction. I was, he was just like, what? And I was like, I laughed harder at that than like some of, like I said, they, they were, it just didn't, some of the things with the continuity with it, like it seemed good. Like I said, the murder mystery, cool new aspect, but just like I said, even some of the smaller aspects of episode two were a lot better for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, so, uh, where did we start off this episode? We start off like right at the beginning of Iron Man 2, right? Yes. It's uh, them going to pick up Tony at the donut, at the donut shop. The donut right. shop. I'm, it, it's funny because I'm actually um, starting my MCU rewatch and I just finished Iron Man 1. I, I realized Incredible Hulk is not on Disney Plus, so I have to find an alternative means to watch it. But Iron Man 2 is right there. I started Iron Man 2 and that was one of the opening scenes. I'm like, oh, wow, I remember this. This is, <laughs> he was in the donut. He was in the it's donut a good side. Scene. It's a good scene. And I think it, they, uh, it was cool. Uh, well, all right, shout out to Sam Jackson. However, Sam Jackson the, is, oh, oh, Sam Jackson. Okay. Yep. Okay, Nick Nick Fury, baby. His delivery on the, you know, and he's been in the voice acting game for a while. I felt he was kind of weak here. Like, I feel really? like he wasn't. I, I, if you ever watch, you know, Boondocks, like we were saying. Or, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Come on, man, he could deliver. You know, he's he like, has "Excuse energy. me, sir, I have to ask you to exit the donut." Versus the original, it was like, "Excuse me, sir, I have to ask you to exit the donut." <laughs> you know. And, uh, okay, I mean, okay. But it was cool to see them play out that scene, and then bam, they hit you with here's right there i i wasn't expecting it right there you know i thought we get like the avengers all together and then uh they uh die or whatever but no right off rip tony stark no and i mean that was interesting too because i mean we all knew what the episode title was called so we just assumed oh this is probably like what if loki won at the battle of new york exactly yeah it, it was a neat perspective to see like, oh no, they're not like, they're actually dying off one by one. And then it's leading up to a Loki eventually coming down to earth and, you know, doing his business. But um, I, I, I thought that aspect was kind of cool. But before we move on, we have Supernova Dars chiming his way in. Dars, hey how'd you like this episode? Sorry I'm late. I uh, I was I literally just finished it. Had a crazy day, but this was very what if episode. You know, like I don't know how much more what if it can get with what if the Avengers never were. You know, and obviously we see Loki takes over, and I mean it's kind of sad to see everybody go, especially the Hulk, the way that he went. But um, it, this was a pretty cool episode. So after what so what what happens after iron man we have black widow oh no oh the black widow black is widow. yeah black widow she's right she gets detained because she's the one that poked tony um so here we are i think we're gonna get this whole black widow centric i mean it was it pretty much black was widow. i feel like trying to figure it out yeah i mean it was a balance between her and nick so uh you know nick was running point and she's over no i'm sorry nick's you know at hq She's running point over here. Um, and what? So then we just start going through the scenes of the MC uh, phase one films. Uh, we see Thor and uh, we see that, you know, scene where he tries to get me all near and uh, take the arrow to the chest, arrow to the chest. Yeah. So he, he gets blamed. 
Right. And I actually had a question because, again, I'm <laughs> my memory of the phase one films is very, very low. Uh, I'm rewatching it now, so it might rekindle my, my memory. But so was Thor like extremely weak at this point before no, he picked up me all really, here? No, you don't remember nothing. I don't remember. I don't. <laughs> right. He okay. Nerfed. Odin he got nerfed. nerfed. Odin okay. Nerfed him. Yeah. Okay. And, and and I remember that was a plot point because he was arrogant. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just oh, wanted yeah. to make sure. I'm like, bro, you took an arrow. That. Oh, okay. Hold I on. I would say this. I wasn't expecting an arrow to the chest to be the thing to take him out. What I did you think it was going to be? I don't know. Just walk off. I don't know. Arrow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You can take an arrow to the chest, right, bro? That First was in his heart. Bro. That was like on his left. That was on his left side. Darth, yeah, don't you play with bows? Yeah, don't play with bows. Can you take, can you you take an arrow that. to the chest. You can, but if it hits your heart, I mean, it depends on how much, how much pounds, how many pounds of pressure behind it. Because my bow is like pretty heavy. The one I use. Oh, you got a, you got a bow too. And this yeah. is Hawkeye. This is Hawkeye. We're talking yeah, about he that. Doesn't miss. That bow he is, is. He didn't shoot it, but but. No, no, it wasn't Hawkeye that shot it. Yeah, it was. Point. That's the whole point. He didn't shoot it. Well, no, obviously, he, technically, he Hawkeye did shoot it. He just, as soon as the lightnings flashed, something pricked him. Because remember, oh, he, had the, he, he had the aim on. Like, he already was aiming down sights on him. Just the was his arrow. The I thought it was somebody else with a whole bow and arrow. I no, 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 he did the arrow. Yeah. I mean, well, right. technically, it wasn't Hawkeye, though. Because I mean, it wasn't it, Hawkeye, I mean, but it came from his right. bow. It yeah, came from his bow. His bow. He, he flinched technically because of it's a, it's a reaction. You know, you get pinched, you have a reaction that comes from it. Right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah. we have um, we have Thor biting the big one, and then from there, I this is part of the episode that I kind of liked. Maybe that's what elevated like my score of it, just because of the chaos that was going on. We we transitioned to. Natasha going to visit, and I don't remember this character's name. She appeared in Betty. Betty. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Listen, That's a big man. Deal. Th That's a big deal. Why is it, it is, a big deal? It's actually a really big deal because it kind of confirms, not confirms, but it, it brings to light that the Incredible Hulk movie is part of everything MCU related. Was there ever right. a doubt that it wasn't? No. It but just never really people... referenced back other than Thunderbolt. Other than Thunderbolt and Abomination, when we see him again in Shang-Chi. But other than that, the, people look at the Incredible Hulk film as the black sheep. Oh, is yeah, that because... Yeah, because early, it was, yeah. It, it was is like, that because of the movie rights? Yeah. No, it was it was mainly because Ed Norton did Hulk, and then right. he wasn't asked to come back. And so it was just a little oh, too they, okay. to kind of like bring scenes back. I don't know. They didn't want to, okay. Okay, right. that makes sense. I guess they didn't want to have flashbacks or reference the movie because then, who are you flashing back to? Edward Norton. Right. Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah, like, we have we've never gotten the Terrence Howard flashback ever again. <laughs> ever since Don that, that is right. Yeah. So remember that time you said next time when you saw my suit? Nope. Right. I don't remember that. <laughs> that didn't happen. Exactly. 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 <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, yeah. We haven't seen Betty Ross. Be Betty, not Betsy. Betsy made the flag. Sorry, Bet. Yeah, Betty. Since yeah, that film, it's kind of like. And her, she hasn't even been referenced. Yeah, not even a reference. Not was even it like, the oh, same? Yeah, I'm gonna go back at home. Nothing. Was it the same actress 
That no, no. Okay, I figured. I, I mean, I don't. Liv know. Tyler is that her name? Yeah, Liv Tyler, uh, Lady Arwen from uh, Lord of the Rings. No, that was oh, not her. That, oh, yeah, that was yeah, not. Her. That was not her. That voice it. But it was okay. also cool though because they plugged Mark Ruffalo back they into did. that film. Yes, and you see, I felt like you know if you want to reference back to Incredible Hulk, couldn't they just like CG Mark Ruffalo's face over <laughs> Edward Norton? Now their bodies are. Yo, it's Disney magic, man. I, I feel like they could do. I feel like they could do something. I feel like they at could that do point, something. might as well just reshoot it. You know, just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, a reshoot would be the better move. And their body types are completely different. It's like putting small Steve on big body Steve's body. You wouldn't want to see that. No. <laughs> no. Fair enough. Fair enough. But so, yeah, it, so, it, so what happens here? Cool. I mean. Right? One, you get a lot of callbacks to Avengers. I don't know if y'all caught the line where she's like, you know, hey, I promise you, I'll get you out of here. You know, when he's starting to transform. That's what she said to Hulk on the carrier in the film. So that was a nice little nod there. But I mean, the scene played out the same. You know, they're in the little walkway and he transforms and. So I was wrecking the military, what she did do in the movie, yeah, so. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I never realized that all this took place like days next to each other you know i didn't i didn't think that too but i guess i guess it makes sense oh wait does this does does this what if episode confirm that those phase one movies happened like within the same time frame i think it's safe to say i think i know this one at least i think between iron man and incredible hulk that's only a month or two of not even well, you is think it a month i think, I it's, think it's, it's a little sooner because fury goes and gets Tony to be part of the team. And it's not until the end of Iron Man 2 that he's like officially like considered part of the team. And then he's supposed to go and talk to Thunderbolt. Would you, okay, home. so there's a Marvel one shot you're supposed to watch. And Which that one? Is, uh, I forget what it's called. It's the first one. And that and that one, that one sets up Tony going to go see. Uh, oh yeah, 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 you're right. If it's you figure out the time. Like a- it, like, it was their little DVD. Uh, oh, okay. It's like exclusives. It was the same thing that also showed that, like, the Mandarin was real and that right. Ben Kingsley wasn't necessarily the Mandarin because the real Mandarin was like, if you ever try to n- use my name again, I swear. <laughs> yeah, that one's called All Hail the King. That's a good one, too. It is but, a good uh, one. If you find out, if you can find out when that one takes place, that one will confirm the time gaps between Iron Man and Incredible Hulk. But uh, yeah, man, what? We see Hulk blow up. <laughs> yeah, it blew up. It explodes. <laughs> what was that? I mean, even even with the revelation of what we, like, you know, who, who done it, right? Right. I, I still have the question, how though? How? Like, what, what exactly did you do? What was the science behind whatever you did to him and caused that reaction? He- Nothing. I- grew uh-huh. the heart and the heart got too big for the body is that but, the, but even at a top even at a yeah, person your heart. heart blows up your heart blows up inside like coming from a person directed medicine your heart just blows up in your heart he's not gonna blow up his whole body so even but if, if your have, like, heart, a massive heart spontaneously attack. like just grew <laughs> two stories inside your body <laughs> maybe Call- maybe what it is is the heart started expanding naturally it would blow up in a normal body but because it's the hulk's body 
his body's obviously trying to contain it so he's getting bigger but it's like <laughs> this is not natural though it's like uh, the heart's getting bigger but it's not supposed to and then Kaboom. It is pumping blood all over the place. Yeah, I don't know. Who? It's it's an animated show. Come on. <laughs> no, it's just the whole point of. I want reason. I want logic. There, there is logic in this, especially when we get the reveal. But they didn't really give us the logic. They kind of uh, leaving us to. He kind of was together. just forced in there. How why he was upset. He was like, all right, this is why I'm upset. They're like, oh well, I guess it's a reason. But it's like, all right, we're gonna wrap it up with a reason why he's upset. Let's do it. Since we're was, alluding to it, do we want to talk about it? I do you, like you want to talk about Natasha real quick? Well, then, what Natasha cracking? How the she case? went out, yeah, and how she figured it out, or whatever. Which I mean, okay, what? Which Natasha? was convoluted. It's not convoluted, but it was like really basic. No, where where was she exactly when she like like where was she logging into? Is she open? I don't even remember. I don't even remember. She was just using a, a computer, and she had like the hard drive. Okay. In order to get into the the server, you have to have like the password. So she right. Steve, <laughs> oh right, she's using Colson's password. That was Coulson. funny. Good, nice I like to see Colson. I always like Colson. Good to see Colson. And it's the same actor too, I think. Yeah, right? Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. I love, I love seeing him, and I love his him simping Steve as, yeah. <laughs> as always. <laughs> I don't know. This one was a little weird. What was it like, Steve underscore well, Steve? It was like Steve. Uh, it was like Steve, 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 back to back, and then <laughs> I love I mean, Cap or something. Steve. I heart Steve zero seven zero four. That's a little much. That's a little Yo, much. Yo, I mean, he was going a little overboard. You remember, uh, kind of dialing back when when they were trying to figure out who was going after uh, Mjolnir, they were like, "Oh, it, it looks like a, a a young Caucasian male, mid twenties, and damn, he's gorgeous." No, he said his hair and his hair. No, no, he said he was gorgeous after that. He no, said his, he, he said his oh, hair. He yes, he said his hair was like lovely, and then uh, Fury was like, "What?" And he was like, "Oh my, this is one good-looking guy." What is Phil doing, man? I loved him this episode. He was like every scene that we saw him in. Um, was fantastic but i mean also at the same time that we had uh you know this scene with incredible hulk natasha all that chaos going on we have another scene going along with it loki and the asgardians his asgardian army coming down and he's i mean he's putting on this front that he wants to caught he wants to slaughter earth because thor is dead thor, right but i feel like I don't know if this is a version of Loki that actually cared about his brother and what if, or if he's just using that as an excuse. Like, I really don't care about him, but this is the perfect uh, excuse for me to come down here and lay waste to everyone. Well, that, that's Mama. an interesting point. Because in Thor, the first movie, he actually did care for his brother Thor, you know? He's always cared about Thor. Yeah, he always yes. cared about Thor. Yeah. Right. So, but it, that's the thing is that Thor didn't die in the first movie. So Thor was just in the way, you know? He sent Thor down to Earth, had the uh, the destroyer rough him up a bit. Um, and I mean, taking over Earth was never really part of his plan. Not not initially, not initially. Not until he found out that there was an Infinity Stone on there, the Tesseract. Well, at first, it was always just Asgard. He wanted to be the king of Asgard. Yeah, Earth didn't become a target until Thanos pretty much offered him Earth. You know. Well, no, it was because uh, Doctor Selvig he saw that there was the tesseract and for some reason loki saw that too and so Loki's no, like, well, thanos pushed him to do that 
Oh, Thanos so pushed Thanos. Loki to conquer Earth. Thanos pushed Loki to go get Earth in the Tesseract. But in this scenario, he has the Tesseract. Before, so, for example, that's a gap we never saw. You know, when they when he gave him the Mind Stone and the staff, then he goes and takes over Selvig. That's how he knew where to uh, go the whole time. So you he know? took over Selvig before. Got it. No, it goes. It goes. Than, Thanos finds Loki drifting in space, recruits him, sends him to Earth. He takes over Selvig, and then, bam, the events that's of Avengers. He, that's when it happens. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, even with that said, you know, yeah, his in, his intention was never to kill Thor, and maybe the fact that somebody else killed him makes him seem more benevolent in him coming down to Earth as far as this is more of a I'm trying to avenge my brother versus outright take over because it looked like he was right. the king at that point right Loki isn't really about like he doesn't care to kill his family members you know like even when he took over Odin's body like he, he didn't, didn't kill him kill him he sent him to earth to be right. a prison, you know and the same thing in the first movie like when Odin was sleeping his plan wasn't to kill Odin while he was sleeping. It was to have the Bifrost Giants do it, but he even stopped the Bifrost Giants from doing it so that way he can look like a hero. So right. it's not really, like, his... I don't know, his... He's not really... His story's, he's definitely an interesting character. Like, as you yeah. watch him, and just, like, throughout the whole thing, he's definitely on levels, and after watching, like, even the Loki uh, show, like, he's a, he's he's definitely... Different, different tiers to what he does, because, like, it just seems like he really is, at the end of the day, just, like, mischief on a whole nother level. It's not it's like he's complex. trying to really hurt people, but he definitely is mischief on a level where it's like, yo, I want to do this. I want to be this. I want to do this. But at the same time, I still have mixed feelings about these people because like he's a frost giant. So he's not even really, oh, Asgard. So he's like still trying to figure himself out, things like that. So. And yeah, he hasn't had that growth yet at this point. By as the way, far as, you know, the whatever happens goes. the ice box. The casket of, what is it? The casket of winters or right? Is that yeah. What it's called? Um, wasn't it in Odin's? Uh, room so when um, big boy uh, what's his name fire guy Surter Surter when oh, he destroyed okay. Asgard he's oh, probably destroyed it. yeah it was in Asgard yeah in the vault yeah in the vault right mm -hmm. with the fake infinity gauntlet ah yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes the fake one but yeah I think I think this interaction between Loki and well the extended interaction between Loki and and uh, Fury was probably my favorite part of the episode. I like it. And of it. course, it how funny. it culminates at the climax of the episode, I think was really well done as well. Right, right, for sure. So what happens next? Natasha, Natasha, Natasha cracks the case on- It's all about hope, it's all about hope. Which is hope. dumb. It, to me, that was dumb. I'm like, it just tell him, tell him who it is. <laughs> just tell him it. Well, he's uh, like, he's like, it's Hank, Hulk? it's Hank. Hulk? I yeah, right. said it was all about Hulk. Like the Hulk. No, she said Hulk. No, yeah, the subtitle said Hulk. Hulk. I got Hulk. So oh like, no, she said Hulk. Hulk. Because even if, uh, if you looked at uh, the file she was looking at, it said Janet Van Dyne on Yes, it. yeah. I did pause on that scene. I'm like, wait, who is that? I'm like, okay, I remember now. But what do you guys think? Boo, reveal was whack. Reveal was <laughs> I'm whack. I'm gonna have to go same with them, man. Now, now just, hold, on, hold, like hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, is it is it that the, like, 
you're not satisfied that it was Hank Pym doing all these deeds or was it that you didn't like how it was executed that it was all Hank right. Pym? For me, it's the execution. It's the execution. <laughs> I'm uh, trying to make, not make this lengthy, okay? So you remember in episode one and two, how it was one single thing that changed everything, right? Okay, yeah. We never got that this episode. It was a all we, No, no. All we were given, we don't know what changed in the timeline. Wait, all wasn't we were, it that uh, Hope, she she died? But, but we don't know. Yes, Hope died, but Hope never worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. in, you know, the original timeline. So, so we don't no know physical reveal or like there was no visual reveal okay. of like there, what yeah there's, right. there's yeah why it happened we have no idea what was the change that made her go yeah work. The on that. Does, does that make sense no yeah, it does sense. it does yeah so with so with that said it felt weak to me because it was more it, it just didn't feel like a warranted story because that's not an established story we were familiar with and we weren't even given much much exposition on it. We were just told right. Hope worked for Shield and she died. We don't even know how she died. It's, yeah, we don't know it, what event changed it. And it, yeah, it just felt. It, it felt it's a prime example of show don't tell. You know, we're just told that she died off screen, and we're not shown any context. Like like what you were saying, we have no idea how she came with Shield, why she how she died with Shield, and. We're just and, and and that's the crux of what you were saying earlier. At every episode, we've seen what change caused the ripple effect that caused the story to happen. Right. So, and okay. I'll and I'll take it one more, and then I'll let y'all go ahead. This episode could have been cooler had it been from the perspective of maybe Hank the whole time. What if Hank? What if Hope went and worked for Shield, and then she died, and Hank went on a rampage? You know, World War Hank Pym. Ew. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want I don't know, that. I kind of like the mystery of trying to figure out, like... I like the murder... I, I think it's because it came back to being Hank Pym that we're kind of indifferent to the episode as a whole. But I like the murder mystery aspect of it. Like, building no, no, up I, to I who did it. Hank Pym. Oh, you, 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 were, you were good with it? Yeah, I was okay with Hank Pym. I mean, yeah, he's an old guy, but... Uh, I think Ethan Ethan hit it right on the nose. Like the fact that we didn't get to see it, like the catalyst that is the what if, like kind of makes you think like, okay, this what if moment could have been a little stronger if they gave us like a flashback scene of like her on the side of a rocket trying to like break in by herself and then she dies because she doesn't have a partner. You know, just like how her mom allegedly died. You yeah. know, like we would have saw a flashback of that. like oh okay cool like she was recruited by nick fury like he decided to go with her first instead of natasha and then he went to natasha later like you know like if he decide, like you know these types of things instead of like alluding to you killed hope that's all we have <laughs> we we you didn't like that confrontation in the graveyard where it's Bro, nick fury talking to, well i guess it's not really nick fury but yeah it's love you know. for a little bit so it's like I'm just gonna say it. I just, I didn't, I didn't like. It. Like, I, I like Ant Man movie, and it, had, it was good. But having Hank Pym as a villain, it just felt flat for me in general. Like, he wasn't even just that day. Like, you that didn't like the yellow you know, jacket suit he had I, on I didn't, instead. I didn't like, like, like you said, the murder mystery. But I just felt that, like that, the, the whatever who was killing it, and just like the ending could have been better for me. 
Um, like I said, I nothing wrong with Ant Man, but it's not one of my favorite movies. So that probably made me a little bit biased. But it's just like Hank Pym upset that his daughter died. Again, just like Ethan said, you don't know why she even joined Shield. That was part of it. So it's like poor execution. But at the same time, I just don't like Ant Man that much. So having Hank Pym as a as a killer just really just fell flat for me, man. It just didn't do it for me. I was like, something else cooler could have happened, but this happened. So. I mean, I'm, you have to wrap it up, but it just seems like it was a forced wrap up. I'm, I'm going to take it one step further. You mean to tell me Hank Pym dies? I mean, I'm sorry, Hope dies. And Hank Pym says, instead of killing Nick Fury, I'm going to kill Nick Fury's Avengers Initiative. All these people <laughs> who are not even part of S.H.I.E.L.D., who have no idea the Avengers Initiative is even going on. I'm going to kill them so Nick Fury can be like, damn, there goes my Avengers Initiative. You know, and, and it's funny because like they did tackle that issue because, you know, they were asking, like, why would you kill Thor? <laughs> he, yeah. he wasn't. He was just trying to grab the uh, the hammer. And, and, and you he would have recruited like, him. <laughs> I did him a favor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, OK, this is this is douchebag. Hey, it's a little on the weak side with the writing. I, I agree. But I mean, I thought it was pretty interesting overall. It's, I think the concept, the concept is the interesting. What? Wasn't Hank and Wasp part of the original Avengers? They were. Right. It could In have the been comics, like, yeah. kind of like an allusion to that. They might have. I mean, for sure. I, I guess I was kind of indifferent when the reveal happened. I was like, oh, I wonder who it's going to be. But then when they said it's Hope, I'm like, wait, so is this Ant-Man related? I hope not. <laughs> like, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> ah, yeah, exactly. I hope not. <laughs> but it was, and I don't know. I, I guess I tried doing my own mental gymnastics to try and justify it, but I guess talking it out, it's just, yeah, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And then even, even when they like, you know, arrest him, he was like, uh, what was he saying? He was like, honor her, right? Yeah, I'm like, like honor, yeah, honor her. I'm like, Avenge me! Avenge me! <laughs> no! <laughs> I mean, my man, uh, oh my god, I don't know. It's definitely the reveal of the villain for me was probably the weakest. I, I did like the other aspects of the episode, I guess a little bit more than everyone else, but I think I'm on the same level with you guys that Hank Pym as the main baddie is just, I mean, first off, I think we already talked about it, but like, I don't know how you, I don't know how he killed Hulk, but I'm just going to assume it was some gi gigantic gadget thing that he probably has. And he's Hank Pym and he just threw it in his heart and then kabloom, he, he died. The Hulk literally spits out bullets. Oh, he, he, he saved the new Hulk. Hulk literally been thrown into space and not died. You read some of the comics, he'd been thrown into space before and not died. So how I'm just like, he, he know. was, he was riding on the bullet. And then, uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm pulling shit out of my ass. No, um, <laughs> no yeah, he was. He got into the blood. Yeah, he got or, or he was in the pizza. <laughs> he was in the... <laughs> no, they, they show that scene that he was in the bloodstream. And as he was going towards the heart, he threw the thing that makes stuff bigger. You know, like in Ant-Man 2, where you throw it on the car and the car yeah. gets bigger? Tell me, did, did, they the the did they show that? Yeah, yeah, they showed yeah. it. They showed okay. how he got your body. Listen, I was yeah. watching this while doing some teacher stuff, so uh, <laughs> I guess I looked away. <laughs> I feel like every time we come on this podcast, there's like two things that I missed, 
and all y'all always like, how'd you miss that? How'd you not see that? It was so obvious. Do you at least remember Captain Marvel? There was two caps in this episode. That was dumb. Who cares? <laughs> I got one more adventure to call. Is that a beeper? Is that a beeper? She didn't do anything. Just showed up. These are the See, two caps that are gonna, you know, fight against Loki because now Loki took over. He went to the UN. He he's conquered the world basically in this what if scenario. And he did it in somewhat of a peaceful way, it looked like. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean it looked like they took the Eiffel Tower hostage and those Asgardian ships. Right. Um, but yeah, he did it, I guess. We will Which, release your tower if you give us total domination of your planet. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, it's a fair trade. Quote. What quote is that? No, that's just, what is his mentality? We got the Eiffel Tower hostage. <laughs> Maybe they thought it was a, a beacon or a spy. <laughs> we have your radio tower. <laughs> but you see, these episodes keep leaving off at points where, right? These points are like, yeah. what's going to happen next? They could build of off of it. Right. And so are these episodes going to play off of one another, which is what we've always been discussing with each one? Are these individual strands or are these, you know, a continuous strand of... Well, I mean, this episode confirmed that it's not... A oh, it's not. You're right. It's right. individual. Yeah, yeah, they're just all over the place. Interesting. So will we get a sequel to this? Will we see, I don't know, a new team try to take out Loki? You know? Double cap. Double cap. I think that's or, kind of like the yeah. whole point of the what ifs. It's like... You're not going to see how the story plays out because this is a totally different universe. No, I want to see it. No, it's going to leave you wanting more. No, give me more. Unless maybe they do the sequels in season two. Could be. That might be it. For example, do it. if Loki got Earth on his own and there's two stones on Earth, Thanos has to recruit somebody else. True. This is true. That is but true. And at the end of the day, at, at the end of the episode, well, so was Captain America just not out of the ice yet? Because they, they showed his shield and ice. So he's he not still didn't frozen. Wake, so when he wasn't woken up yet. Okay. All right. Yeah, right. so he's still frozen. See, I would like to look that up. I want to know how long it was between unthawing and the first Avenger film. Probably you know, that never yeah. never specified. The first film would have you believe he was thawed out, and then bam, he's in battle. Well, well, I mean, when was really he found? In the... until, until Loki came. Hmm? They, they didn't really recruit Cap until... Oh, wait, no. No, no, no never mind. I, don't really, I want to know the time difference between when they recruited Cap and when they de-thawed Cap. But it was when never confirmed when you they found like... him, though. The ice, the block of ice. It was never confirmed when they actually found it. I think it's safe to say it's 2011. Oh, okay. Because... Loki came in 2012. That is canon. Yes. Like, Endgame confirms 2012. Right. You know? So, th I guess that would put it, like, a, a year. Cap was thawed for a year, maybe. But didn't they have the Tesseract in the 70s? They've always had the Tesseract. They've had the Tesseract in the 70s. They they leased it to uh, Carol Danvers' team, and then they gave it back. Yeah, they've always had it. They've they Howard Stark found it in the ice. Oh, Howard Stark found it in the ice. Right. But not Cap in the ice. No. Howard Stark found it. Yeah, young Howard Stark found it first. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. For some reason I thought the test track was with Cap still. Oh no, 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 no. Hovercraft thing. No. You but, right, um, you right. You right. Yeah, yeah. Um so 
final Make scoring. It. Yeah, final come scoring. Come on, Ooh. come on, come on. Okay, 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 okay. I, I will admit, coming in, I was a little more optimistic with my scoring, um, but talking it out, yeah, I, I, yeah, just the Hank Pym stuff, the some of the loose plot threads that we wanted more explanation on. It just. It kind of got a little worse, but overall, I still want to say I enjoyed this more than um, Cap. I enjoyed it more than Captain Carter. I enjoyed it more than Captain Carter. I I will I will stand by that. I'm willing to give it an eight. I'm giving it. Would you eight. give Captain Carter? I gave Captain Carter first time we watched it. I I also gave it a eight. I think I gave it an eight. Yeah, but then eight. but, but then no, I keep, I keep saying this every time. Uh, we watched episode two, and that changed everything. That changed everything. So Captain Carter, bad. Rick Captain, is bad. No, I'm not. My head. Captain, I will break down my scores. Captain Carter seven. What if Earth's Mightiest Heroes fell? Eight. And then T'Challa Star-Lord, ten. That's that's where I stand. Because I still liked this episode's concept. It was poorly executed in some areas. Hank Pym, <laughs> no. Just no. We don't want Hank Pym as the, 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 the butler. The butler did it. <laughs> no. But everything else, I liked the murder mystery. I liked Natasha going around and trying to crack the case. I liked that part about it. So I'm going to stand by eight. The eight's not moving around. Don't worry. Three episodes later, it's not moving to a six or a four. No. It's oh, you say. I say I say that with solidarity. But go on. What, what What's everyone else giving this episode? I'm, I'm only slightly going to give it a higher grade than Captain Carter, which no, because yes, I have to give it higher than Captain Carter. Well, Cap one, what'd you give I, Captain Carter? A seven. Are you sure? Yes, I did. Okay. I, okay. I either gave it a seven or a 7.5. If I gave 7 it a 7.5. Okay, fine. Perfect. That's perfect. Because Captain Carter was better. This was poor execution. Uh, so because of that, this one gets a seven. Captain Carter's a 7.5. T'Challa's a 10 out of 10. And also, I'm, I hate to say it, uh, I wanted to pull up the voice actress. I mean, she did fine doing her Black Widow Scar Joe impression. We needed Scar Joe. I'm going to throw that out there right now. And the Pay only the saving woman first. Say again? Pay the woman first. I mean, they, they recorded I mean, yeah, before they, the whole fiasco. I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say that. And I like. <laughs> I like Samuel L. Jackson doing a, a Loki impression when uh, Loki was uh, posing as him in the oh. graveyard fighting Hank Pym. Oh, that's right. And then they're that like, happened. good job, Mr. God of Mischief. Yes, good job, director. <laughs> it's a nice, this is a funny exchange. So, but yeah, poor execution, man. We caught out all the inaccuracies and all the fat, whatever. Seven. It's a seven. Okay. All right, you got your score? Let's see. Uh, so, um, where it falls for me, like I said, just, uh, again, good story type, I guess, while it's just new opening and things like that, just new way of looking at it. But, uh, Captain Carter, like I said, after going back, cause I have the right to change my, my rating, just like, and yes, you do. Yes, so you I, do. I Captain Carter you have Yonko approval to do it. No. Yeah. Like we didn't know, but now after seeing all these episodes, Captain Carter got 8.5, but I dropped it last week to a seven. This episode. 
like like the uh, grandmaster group said just barely above i wouldn't even give this, I, I i give this episode for me captain guard is not better it's it's still worse than this one so i give this one a seven two so not tons better and then yeah episode two still that it's still the benchmark we gotta we gotta we gotta get back up there because that was an amazing episode all right all right dars all right so i originally came into this with a higher rating just Likewise. like else. after talking about it i'm like mm, there are you know some things that were like meh but then now i i think back at it and the fact that they included the incredible hulk and like kind of putting it together with the mcu and then they also gave Natasha a little bit more like Black Widow, like they showed more of what Black Widow was supposed to be than the Black Widow movie was supposed to show Black Widow was supposed to be. Mm. So for this one as a whole, I think I'm gonna change my score back up a little bit higher and bring it to Good. an eight and a half. Oh, it, eight and a half. Eight and a half? I think it's an eight wow. and a half. Just because okay. I like the inclusion of, of previous movies that's why I gave Cart- Captain Carter a little bit higher because, you know, it was basically a retelling of Captain America, the first Avenger, but like in a different spin, you know? And with this right. one, we get to see sneak peeks of previous movies, of a bunch of previous movies, even ones that we didn't even care to ever bring back again into the spotlight. And this was probably a cool, tasteful way of doing that. So um, I appreciate that one. Um, that's why I'm giving it a little higher of a score. All right, all right. I like Incredible Hulk. I'm just going to throw that out there. I think that's a good movie. It's very underrated. Shut your mouth. It's bad. It's Shut bad. Your mouth. Well, hey, 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 hey. Actually, I'll be watching that next because, you know, I already saw Iron Man, so I'm going to watch Incredible Hulk. This will be my third time watching it from beginning to end. I'll have a third opinion on it. Maybe I'll think it's better. I remember watching it a second time. I thought it was doo-doo. And I watched, <laughs> it-, watched it before or after Shang-Chi. Oh, before before Shang Chi, I'm watching it before Shang Chi. I'm actually rewatching all the MCU films, but like that happens to be like coincidentally the next one on my list. So it's perfect for Shang Chi because of Abomination and all that nonsense. Right. right. So, all right. Um, oh yeah, and uh, do we have confirmation on what's next week's episode? Ooh. Oh gosh, I should have we... took a picture of it. Uh, hold <laughs> up, give me a second. Uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, I know. Aren't we like slated to have like sequels with T'Challa in this season, or no? I think so. Next season, because uh, I'm trying to think too. Because we have, we know we have three more episodes of T'Challa. I don't think they're gonna squeeze in three T'Challa episodes in season one. Um, oh, you think they're gonna drag it out to other seasons? I mean, Ooh, maybe very much some, some episodes, I feel like they would. Just because, okay. you, you know, the first, we're already three episodes in. We have seven episodes left. I mean, they, they could still just go and, uh, you know, tell original stories from any direction that they want to instead of just, uh, you know, just relying on, oh, well, the here's the T'Challa episode. Let's just drag that out for the entire season. But, All right, uh, you pulled it up, Poop, because I got it. Oh, oh, you got it? Okay, go you ahead. You got it? Okay, good. All right, so... Episode four is, ooh, my favorite, the Dark Doctor Strange. Dark okay. Doctor Strange. Okay. Sounds 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 original. So, Doctor like Strange do a is lot not a in the comic books. He's not a fun, family friendly film type person. So I'm excited okay. to see this. Kind of uh, alludes to the um, the new game that's out or coming out. What is it? The Midnight Suns. 
Oh, the Midnight, Midnight Suns. Suns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that we see some cool Dark Avenger stuff going on in that too. That will be interesting. Doctor Strange was heavy in that trailer that came out today. He was. Midnight Sun. But shoot, we got What If next week. And for everybody who's uh, listening to our show, we will be covering Shang-Chi, which premieres next week as well. Oh, sweet. That's next week, man. Thursday, uh, as usual, Thursday night. We can shoot. Yeah, I'll skip kickball to go to see that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Thursday night? Ooh. Oh no! I I was just asking it if, if it comes out Thursday night. It oh, does. Gotcha. Yeah. There's Thursday showings. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk. About we'll it. talk outside. But all right, that wraps up this week's episode of What If. We want to know what you guys thought of what would happen if Earth Mightiest Heroes fell before the Avengers battle. Did you like the episode? Did you think it had some minor poor execution in some areas? Do you stand Hank Pym being the villain that assassinates the Avengers? Let us know on whatever on whatever social media platform you're listening us to on. So make sure you follow us on at Yonko Table on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, if you want to see our lovely faces, hash it out at the table with the very deep dive discussions. But that's wraps up this week. I am your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, fellow Supernova Dars, and Supernova Rick. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Take care, everyone. <laughs>